the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Uh, We talk all kinds of topics on this program. We talk politics, current events, and so forth. But I I would rather talk about church issues and theology than anything else. And I I keep saying this. The answer to America's problems is not in the next election. I am not implying that elections are not important because they are. I am certainly not implying that Christians should not get involved in elections and politics and so forth, because I'm not. But elections are never the answer. America needs a spiritual revival, and as I say in the opening of the program every single day, what's happening in Washington, D.C. is not nearly as important as what is happening in your church The pews are now the chairs of your church and the pulpit of your church. That will determine the future of America. And as Dr. Jeffress said, we're seeing such enormous compromise on biblical truth today. We need courageous men like Robert Jeffress, who pastors one of the largest churches in the country and yet is not afraid at all to speak out forcefully, clearly, but compassionately on the cultural issues of our day, gender, sexuality, marriage, marriage, abortion, transgenderism, etc., etc., etc. But it must be done with love, compassion, and balance. If you are a longtime listener, you know that I was brutal with the shack, Now, thankfully, the shack just went away, finally. Sold millions of copies. They made a movie about it. It was big, 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 big. And finally, it went away, and we should all be thankful that the shack is no longer popular. It just needs to go away. Why? Because it presented a completely unbalanced view of God. In the shack, God was only merciful, loving, tender, forgiving. Only. Now, is God merciful, tender, loving, forgiving? Yes, he is. But he's also just. God is characterized by love and hate. Love and compassion. God in his full essence, is holy and righteous and just, and because of that, he must judge sin? He has to judge sin because of who he is, because of his character. And he sent Jesus, 
Well, Jesus volunteered. He was the author and finisher of our faith. To come and offer himself as the payment for our sin. The sacrifice. He he took our place. The shack never, ever dealt with the sin issue, what theologically is called the penal aspect of the cross. Yes, the cross was the greatest demonstration of love that the that planet Earth and mankind has ever known. Yes, that is true. It was also the greatest demonstration of justice. God poured out his wrath, his anger, his indignation, his justice upon Jesus on the cross. The shack never presented that side of God. It was a skewed, biased, false, unbiblical, and dangerous view of God. So I was brutal on the shack. So I could not ignore this story that's running around evangelical circles today. An associate pastor of a large church in Texas, I will not mention the name of the of the man or the church, because that's not what's important. And I think that this young man who issued the tweet I'm going to read to you probably would like to have it back. But it shows the importance for balance. This associate pastor of this large church in Texas tweeted this Wednesday of last week, and I quote, You should not tell an unbeliever God loves you. The apostles never shared the gospel this way. The Bible says God's wrath is upon unbelievers. Help them see their sin. Warn them of the judgment of God and give them the gospel. Let me repeat that. He tweeted this a week ago. You should not tell an unbeliever God loves you. The apostles never shared the gospel this way. The Bible says God's wrath is upon unbelievers. Help them see their sin, warn them of the judgment of God, and give them the gospel. Well, no. That's unbalanced. That's unbiblical. It is just as unbalanced as the shack was in presenting God. This tweet, and and again, I think this was a young man. uh, I think he would like to have this tweet back. I think, maybe not. But I think he was trying to give the other side that God is a God of wrath and God is a God of judgment and God hates sins, and all of that is true. And God's wrath will be on unbelievers. That is true. But to say, again quoting, you should not tell an unbeliever God loves you. The apostles never shared the gospel this way. That's not true. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Of course the apostles told people 
unbelievers, sinners, that God loved them. Of course they did. The New Testament is filled with the message, God is love. However, the New Testament is also filled with the message, God is just. That's why I recommend to you that you read the New Testament through as quickly as you can at least once. The last two years, Joy and I have tried to read the entire New Testament through in 90 days. Our church, the church that we are members of, has stressed that, and I think it's wonderful. Now, to be really honest, we got sidetracked on some other things a couple of uh, a few weeks ago, and we didn't make it through in exactly 90 days. We did last year. We didn't this year because we started reading some other things, but anyway— If you read the New Testament through quickly in its entirety, you will see the divine supernatural balance between love and judgment. The Gospels are full of the fact that Jesus loved everybody. He loved the sinners. He sat down and ate with sinners It is also true that he called the religious leaders of his day a bunch of snakes and vipers, and he called them liars, and he said they were of their father, the devil. (laughs) Yeah. You see, that's a balanced approach. The New Testament talks about God supplying all of our needs, but the New Testament also tells us they that live godly will suffer persecution. Jesus told the disciples, hey, they hated me, they're going to hate you. The Bible is perfectly balanced. And if we are going to present the gospel, we must present the whole gospel. The bad news is you are a sinner, your sin has separated you from God, And you are doomed to an eternity in hell because of your sinful nature. But then there's the good news. Jesus came, died on the cross to pay your price, to pay your penalty for sin so that you can spend eternity with Jesus. That's both sides of the gospel. We must have balance. God is a God of love. God is a God of justice. God is a love, a God of forgiveness. God is a God of wrath and punishment. God is a God of love. God is a God of hate. Yes, God does hate. Says he hates sin. This is the God we serve. When we present God, let's make sure we present the God of the Bible. When we present Jesus to the world, let's make sure we present the Jesus of the Bible. Not a Jesus that has been mystified and sissified and um, stripped of masculinity and power. Present the Jesus of the New Testament. 
the Jesus that was revealed in the Old Testament. We must be balanced. All right. We'll take the uh, final break, and we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, the entire world continues to uh, watch the occurrences in Ukraine. Our hearts ache for the victims, the innocent civilians that have been killed by the thousands. By Russian troops, if you were listening yesterday, satellite imagery has uh, revealed a mass grave containing possibly 9,000 bodies in a ditch. Bulldozers just dig a ditch and the bodies are just dumped and then the dirt covers them. 9,000 in just one mass grave. Um And if you're a regular listener at all, you know I have a real heart for the country of Moldova, simply because I've been there so many times. I've been there 21, 22 times, uh, speaking at a wonderful youth camp. We've seen nearly 3,000 teenagers accept Christ as Savior, hundreds um, have surrendered to ministry. I have developed so many friendships with the folks there in Moldova. And uh, when this when this first broke out, hey, I don't know anything about international affairs. I, I keep telling you I'm not an expert on anything, but I knew that Moldova could very well be next because Moldova used to be a part of the Soviet Union, and approximately 50% of the population of Moldova speak Russian as their mother tongue. The uh, The language is about 50-50. 50% speak Romanian, 50% speak Russian. Now, not all of those who speak Russian are loyal to Russia, but many are. And there is a little breakaway republic, you won't find it on any map. It is the little country that doesn't exist, as far as the world is concerned, and is called Transnistria. It's a little sliver of land between Ukraine and Moldova. And the residents there, for the most part, are Russian loyalists. They wanted Moldova to go back to Russia after the Soviet Union fell. These Russian loyalists in this particular area, and again, it's just a tiny little narrow strip of land, uh, they wanted to break away from Moldova and go back to Russia. Russia said, I don't know whether we even want you. Uh, A war broke out between Moldova and these folks in their own country. And a long involved story, but a peace treaty was signed, a border was put up. The United Nations, nor anyone else, has ever really 
acknowledged that this little country exists called Transnistria. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, that's where I was arrested. Uh, a friend of mine and I were there traveling, and we went into Transnistria to do some discipleship work, to teach and to preach in some in some uh, churches. And uh, we had Bibles and discipleship booklets, and uh, we were arrested at the border, held at gunpoint for several hours. That's a, I'm not going to bore you with that because I've told you that story. But anyway, in Transnistria, there are several radio towers controlled by Russian media. And they broadcast into Moldova Russian programming, Russian propaganda, because again, Vladimir Putin wants all of the children to come back to Mother Russia. He wants the Soviet Union to be reestablished. And one of the ways he's doing that is propaganda. And uh, so these radio towers are in Transnistria, which technically, according to the United Nations, is a part of Moldova. The people who live there say, hey, we're not Moldova, we're in Transnistria. They have their own army, they have their own police, they have their own currency, they have their own government, they have their own president. It's just nobody, nobody acknowledges that they even exist. Now, why do I even go into that? Well, those radio towers have been destroyed. This just happened. This is breaking news. No one is claiming credit for it now, but Russia is not happy. We don't know whether it was uh, Ukrainian forces who went over and destroyed the towers. We don't know whether it's Moldovans. We don't know whether it's people in Transnistria, but they were radio towers transmitting Russian propaganda. And there are many people believing that Russia is going to get so angry about this that they are now going to invade Ukraine or uh, Moldova to punish them. As you pray for the people of Ukraine, pray for the people of Moldova. And please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.